0: Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope. I'm back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well. Wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in. Got a little rainstorm moving through today. So I'm inside. I don't know if you can hear it on the windows or not. Sure is nice to hear, though. We've gone quite a while without rain. Lord knows we could use some. For those of y'all that can give me a few minutes of your time each day, I sure am grateful. Sure do appreciate it. For those of y'all that Continue to share the podcast. Tell other people about it. I'm incredibly grateful for that. And for those of y'all that have joined on Patreon and support the podcast, I'm especially grateful for y'all as well. Thank you, Lord, for the rain. for the time to sit and record this podcast. For the people that listen to it and share it. Guide them through their days. Give them your peace. Give them wisdom and courage. Strong faith. And give me the words that you want me to speak. we're going to talk about something folks that uh, I've had on my mind for quite a while had it planned out more or less for a few months now I'm going to try and do it pretty succinctly but if I If I garble it, I apologize. I have off and on most of my life been a member of one Methodist church or another. And if you don't know much about the Methodist church, that's fine. It really doesn't matter. But Nationally what's happening today is that the church is splitting. And it's splitting move away from the window just a little bit. I think it was starting to get a little loud being louder than the wind. The church is splitting based on a number of issues, really. Uh, some more serious than others. But probably the biggest is the fact that some churches have been ordaining pastors that practice live LGBTQ relationship lifestyles and married marrying people of LGBTQ lifestyles in the church when that goes directly against Methodist doctrine and more importantly far more importantly goes against God Jesus Christ in the Bible. This is really a pretty good but sad analogy on the state of the country. And the reason I say that is because you have two differing groups in the Methodist Church today. Those that support LGBTQ ordination and marrying lifestyles and those that know. And it and then anyway, and then and the nation we have those that support those core values of the left and those that support our founding faith and values. And a lot of times both sides will tell you that they're they're right. Uh, particularly often within the Christian community because we do still have a large majority in the country that claim to be Christian they'll tell you that they're both right in God's will well that's impossible logically one of us at least has to be wrong both of us could be wrong but we can't both be right and so within the Methodist Church, this issue really, when you get down into it and you start to talk to people and listen to it, it becomes much, much more central to the, to the church than it appears at first. In questioning Jesus Christ's divinity, the fact that He's the Son of God, questioning the Virgin Birth, uh, Immaculate Conception, and so it, it really basically, this movement, this LGBTQ movement at its heart is really trying to dismantle Christianity, period. You know, these issues that we have, and I'll just go ahead and tell you folks, because I'm, I'm not really going to run through this, but this may be a two-podcast episode. We'll see. Abortion, LGBTQ lifestyles, female pastors, or just feminism in general, if you're looking at the national the culture of America versus the culture of the Methodist Church, God and our institutions. These aren't issues of just simple differing opinions. These are core moral issues. And when you have people, for example, that say that it's not murder, that abortion isn't murder, and and you have others that say that abortion is murder, there's no reconciliation there, folks. One side or the other is going to have to give, and either one side is going to have to decide to live under the rule, under the laws of the other side, or you're going to have to end up with a fight, some kind of event that settles the issue. Somebody's got to come out on top, though, at some point. It's, it's like an, an abusive marriage. You, you, you can only stay in it so long before the person that's getting abused has some real mental or physical breakdowns, problems, or leaves. You can't continue uninjured, a emotional or physically abusive marriage. You can't assume that there's not going to be any consequences. You certainly can't assume that the marriage is going to continue to be healthy. And we're kind of like that today. It's like the left and, and those that stick to our founding values. We both have these opposite Principles, and they're they're foundational to our belief systems, and you can't have that continue and have the republic continue in a healthy way. You know, so one of the things uh, that is the argument both within the Methodist church and nationally is that if we're really Christians and I've heard this personally from a few people. Well, I just, I can't see rejecting, you know, just being unloving toward this person uh, that has had an abortion, or lives an LGBTQ lifestyle, or is a female pastor, uh, you know, doesn't want God in our institutions, and supports illegal, or is an illegal immigrant, or, uh, you know, whatever, so often, uh, and I despise this word, I use it only because I know so many of my listeners of y'all, you know this word, the woke society, you know they find whatever catchphrase, whatever ism, racism, bigotry, et cetera, et cetera, sexism. but and so they say they really look at Christians and they say, well, you're you're not following Christ, you're kicking this person out of your church or you you know you hate these people and really ironically, the truth is, almost exactly the opposite if you have a child that does something wrong for example steals something cheats on a test somehow lies whatever it is If you're a loving parent, you discipline that child, correct that child, make sure that that child knows that that action is unacceptable, but that you still, that you you love them dearly. And that's why you are disciplining them is because that action is unacceptable. And so, You know, Jesus invites everyone to eternal life, to faith in him, to that state that just is unimaginable, that I can't even get my head around, that I'm so grateful for. A future of of joy and happiness where there's no more tears and no more sorrow, no more sadness, no more pain. But Jesus doesn't accept everything. Not not by a long shot. And so if, if we really, when Jesus, Jesus loves us too much to let us continue on the way that we are and approve of that. And so, and parents do the same thing, parents that really love their children. And so when we come to these issues, both nationally because we are a Christian nation or we were born that way and within the Methodist church, the loving action is not to continue to support those people and those immoral actions. The loving action is to discipline them let them know that that's not acceptable let them know that you love them and because you love them that's not okay and you can argue you know between as parents many parents have different parenting styles almost every one you can argue about the method uh, you know what the actions what actions need to be taken but but the problem is, when you come to where one parent says, well, this is wrong, and the other parent says, no, this is right, then you've got major, major issues. And, and that's, that's where we're at. And the marriage analogy works, and this is still kind of the parents. You know, we're, we're raising our kids today in our schools, our homes, our communities and you have one parent if you will saying well abortion's wrong not not just it's not that it's just kind of not okay it's 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 murder and you have the other parent saying no it's it's not a life it doesn't matter you do whatever you want to with that random clump of cells which I remember, if I remember later, we're going to talk a little, there's a comedian that does a great routine on abortion. But, so we have these issues and and we have to come to, to some kind of decisive action. And so what I'd like to do and I think I'll kind of wrap up here, even though we're a little early. What I would like to do tomorrow is, is go through some of these core issues and, and cite them specifically from the church, not from the church, from the Bible, from God's word for two reasons. One, most importantly, because we're a Christian nation. And, and so if we're a Christian nation, we've got to go back to God and Jesus Christ. And, and then two, it's a, it's a lesser concern for me. Maybe I'm wrong here. Some of y'all are going to hear this and, and it's going to be kind of shocking, but the Methodist church to me is a lesser concern because we have so many other options for churches. Uh, and, and although the church body is more important than any national government in the world, as a whole, because we have other churches within the church body, to me, you know, we have choices of other places to go. In America, there's no other place to go in the world for freedom, for liberty. And, and this freedom and liberty spreads Christianity. We've talked about that with Christopher Columbus and so many others. That was the main purpose of so much of our founding was to spread Christianity. And so if we, if we lose that light here, like Lincoln talked about, there's a real good chance, nobly save or meanly lose the last best, you know, last best hope of Earth. We could go into another dark ages. And so that that's why I say that. And so what we'll do tomorrow is is we'll kind of break down some of these core issues, uh, the non-negotiables. And we're going to talk about a couple of comments, how that ties in from, from Lincoln and from President Coolidge. And it just shows how clearly, folks, that we, we can't equivocate. We can't have it go both ways. Uh, it's just impossible. So, uh, and there is hope. There's always hope. We've got to turn back to God. And so as we go through these issues tomorrow, one of the things I'll ask, we talk about Patrick Henry's quote on your sphere of influence and encouraging virtue wherever you have that opportunity. Uh, I would include in that telling people about our real history and heritage and and trying to really win some of these hearts and minds back to truth and helping us turn our country around. And so if if you do feel like you can share this podcast with others, I am incredibly grateful on a personal scale, folks, but I also hope, and maybe this is is more personal even, I hope that it helps our country and helps turn us back. So, if you feel like you can, please do, and I'm grateful for it. And I look forward to talking to y'all again tomorrow. Maybe we'll have some more rain. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon. Looking forward to it, folks.